Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Hannah Munoz, and I'll be your host. Today we're reading from Proverbs 24, verses 1 through 2, and it says, Do not envy the wicked. Do not desire their company. For their hearts plot violence, and their lips talk about making trouble. If we were to boil down Keller's devotional for today to one question, it would be, to whom or what is your admiration directed? This is a very important question because when we look at the subject of our admiration, we get to look into our own souls and what we find important, worthwhile, and valuable. It's also a key question because we often emulate those we admire. We become like them. One of the best pieces of advice I was given when I was single and dating is choose someone you want to be discipled by for the rest of your life. Choose someone you want to look more like as you follow Jesus together. This person will profoundly shape who you become, how you experience Jesus, and what your walk with Jesus looks like. So choose wisely. And I ended something with a guy right after I got that because I realized I don't really want to look more like him. But that's exactly what this proverb is saying. Be careful where and to whom you direct your admiration, because you will be shaped, discipled, and become like those people, for better or for worse. A couple of years ago, I read a book called You Are What You Love by K.A. Smith. And in this book, Smith is asking almost the same question as Keller, but he takes it a step further and asks, who or what do you love? He says, the place we unconsciously strive toward is what ancient philosophers of habit call our telos, our goal, our end. But the telos we live toward is not something we primarily know or believe or think about. Rather, our telos is what we want, what we long for, what we crave. It is less an ideal that we have ideas about and more a vision of the good life that we desire. Your love or desire aimed at a vision of the good life that shapes how you see the world while also moving and motivating you, is operative largely on a non-conscious level. Your love is a kind of automaticity. That's why we need to be aware of how it is acquired. Oh, I love that quote. It, it feels like it really speaks to a lot of what we see in culture and how we're shaped. And this is why the proverb is warning us to choose wisely whose company would we desire and seek out. It warns us about envying the life of those whose vision of the good life does not match that of God's for us, because we will become like those we love, we admire, and the vision of the good life this moves us to desire. My parents actually helped me and my siblings learn to do this growing up. Um, Whenever we'd have family movie nights, we'd get the popcorn, sit down and watch the movie, and inevitably there would always come a moment when my mom would pull out the remote and pause the movie, and all three of us would inwardly or outwardly groan knowing what was coming. And she'd ask us, okay, what do you see? What are you, what are you seeing in this movie? What, what messages are being communicated? Um, she'd want us to talk about how, um, how it compared to what the Bible says about the things that we were seeing. And, um, Gosh, I I know that that was like something I hated then, but I am so thankful for what she taught me um, because she wanted us to run everything we were seeing and watching and consuming through a biblical filter and compare the message of the movie to what is true. And then when I went to college, I was part of a three-week interdisciplinary integrated learning program during winter break. It was a fun and 
really intense way to complete some gen ed credits while getting to learn from professors across all different disciplines. One of the things we did as a class, though, was come together two to three times a week to watch a movie that was currently shaping or had shaped culture. And we were challenged to draw out main ideas, the main intent of the director, what agendas or messages they were trying to get across, how biblical narratives play into the story, the cinematography and what it communicated, and all, all other kinds of things. But the goal was to become more aware of the messages culture was promoting and how they were impacting our thoughts and even more than that, how they were impacting our hearts. They challenge us to be active participants in our shaping rather than mindless consumers. What my parents and the administrators of this program knew is that as humans, our love is always directed towards something or someone, and we are shaped by where that love is directed. We're shaped by what we consume, and we get to choose if we let that happen non-consciously or if we will be active participants. They help me learn to always thoughtfully filter what I'm consuming, absorbing, and exposed to. And they helped me bring into my conscious mind the things I was taking in and to evaluate them, to be aware of what messages or visions of the good life I'm acquiring or how I'm acquiring them and holding them up to the truth of the Bible rather than letting them over time shape and move and motivate me non-consciously. They were helping me look at my heart and pay attention to who I am and where I am and to become aware of where my heart and longings and love may be co-opted by rival visions of the good life God created me for. Further on in his book, K. Smith says, it is crucial for us to recognize that our ultimate loves, longings, desires, and cravings are learned. And because love is a habit, our hearts are calibrated through imitating exemplars and being immersed in practices that over time index our hearts to a certain end. Like I mentioned a bit earlier with the advice I was given in dating, we are discipled by the people we admire, look up to, live life with, and learn from. Smith goes on to say that discipleship, we might say, is a way to curate your heart, to be attentive to and intentional about what you love. So today I'd like to invite you to be a curator of your life, to be attentive to and intentional about what you love. So take a few minutes now at lunch or on a break after work to scroll through your media channels. Maybe choose one today and another one tomorrow and go through them throughout this week so you don't over overwhelm yourself right now. But look at who you follow on Instagram. What shows are in your Netflix lineup? What newsletters are you subscribed to? Or what other places are you a consumer? And prayerfully, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, evaluate and curate those exemplars. Ask, what vision of the good life does this person or content promote? What are the main messages I'm absorbing when I watch this? And am I being an active participant in my shaping or is this mindless absorbing? How am I being discipled by this person? I literally follow. How does it match up to God's vision of the good life for me? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have designed us for a beautiful life with you, a life that you call good. And we know that the culture we live in, um, in this culture, there are so many rivals for that vision of the good life and so many opportunities for that vision to be co-opted by those rivals. And so today we stand before you and give you all these things that we consume 
all these people we follow, all these places we go to for information, to learn, the books we read, the movies we watch. Um, God, we, we bring all of that before you and ask you to help us search those things. And that it wouldn't come from a place of shame as we look at them, that there wouldn't be um, shame surrounding that, but freedom as we look at the visions of the good life that these these um, people or this content is promoting. And as we compare it to yours, Oh, that there would just be so much clarity in, in what we're being shaped by and what you invite us to be shaped by. Would you help us curate, get rid of the things that don't don't help us live for the vision of the good life you've designed us for, um, and to choose the things that do help us do that. So God, we give all of this to you. We give ourselves to you. We want your vision for us. We want to be imitators of you, followers of, followers of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.